Hello and welcome to Living an Energetic Life. Living life energetically is all about minding our matter. That is, living in accordance with the laws and forces of energetics, tapping into and utilizing other energies available to support us and leading a life that is in total alignment. If we all live life energetically, if we all considered the energy that we expend out into the world, imagine the ripple effects that we can create. That is creating a place of true peace, love and abundance. This podcast shares strategies, methods and ideas so that you can live from a total place of alignment and energy so that you can ripple out the good work that you're here to do out to the world. Specifically, we work with men and women and galactic goddesses and gods that are actually here to make the world be, do and feel better. So join us and together we shall rise. How to figure out what you really want and start living it. This is a big topic. This is a really big topic, especially for us women who are taught to take care of everyone else's needs, make sure that everyone else is happy, to make sure that every wheel of our life is functioning and alive. Um, we have so many pokers in the fire that we really nod to each of them or do things in our lives that we think that we should want to do like we should want to do weights and get healthy and be able to do push-ups when actually maybe we really just want to be able to move our body and dance with silks and you know we we tend to put conditions on ourselves we tend to not really think very deeply and there's a practice and there's a question that that rolls around you know what would you do if you only had one day to live well I mean really one day to live like what are you gonna do in one day honestly I think it's a really stupid question um I shouldn't say that because no no questions are stupid they're all valid right as long as they're making us think as long as they're helping us to tap into our consciousness no stu- no question is a stupid question but I feel like a better question, like a question that really elicits a deep response, especially when you're thinking around not what you will and won't have in your life, not what your boundaries are, not what your expectations are, not what you really desire, you know, but really what it is that your heart and your soul crave. And I think crave is a better word for what I'm trying to get you to understand here than desire because desire leads to more desire and there's nothing wrong with desire like we should get in touch with our desires but I'm really talking at a soul level I'm talking at a peace level now all of this is coming up at the moment because I'm really beginning to think about the detox and I'm going to do a little bit afraid of it because I have a parasite and I know it's going to be hard and I've made it really public and I'm doing it with um with everyone else so if you are not on that um frequency reset with me then um go ahead and visit my instagram page and the link is in the bio and if it's been and gone and you're listening to this message um well after the fact of the detox being and done um ask me anyway because i'll probably have it all in my emails i think it's it's a really good thing to do but anyway it's really making me think about what is it that my soul really desires and part of this is thinking about a frequency reset and part of this for me has been really bold and honest with you like to the bones honest thinking about relationships like not what I'm willing to tolerate but really 
what does my soul actually crave here? So the question that I asked myself was, if I was the person that was going to die first, right? We all think that our husbands are going to die before us and then we're going to have time alone at the other end of our lives, especially when your husband is 14 years older than you are like me. But then I asked myself this question and the answers really actually shocked me. They really quite did shock me. So that's why I'm sharing it with you. It really brought me to a new level of consciousness. What if I was the one to die first? It doesn't matter whether you're married or in a partnership or whether you're single. Like what about if you were the person that was going to die before everybody else? If I was the first one to die and I only had two years to live right now, what is it that my soul and my heart would actually want? Would I still want that partner in my life? Would I want them in a new capacity, in an expanded capacity, in a lesser capacity? And what would I expect from the rest of my life? Like, if I really only had two years to live, and I think two years is a, is a good time because it's a long enough amount of time that actually you'd have to make some changes to get actually what you want. And also it's worth making those changes because you have the two years, and if you don't really like what you've done, well, it's only two years, right? So I think it's, it's, a, it's a good number on multiple levels. And when I really started thinking about what I wanted, like I, I really started thinking about the values because when you tie your values into what you really want and what your soul really craves, so there's that word again, what our soul really craves, it gets really easy. If you start thinking about things that you want, like you want to eat fresh fruit every day, like you're just getting down to the two nitty gritty. So talking in NLP terms here, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, which is really just a way of like, Hacking your mind, really. But if we're talking in NLP terms, we're, we're chunking it up to values. We're not going down to nitty-gritties and what that actually means. We're thinking about what do you want. The first thing that always comes up for me, always, without a doubt, never changes, is freedom. And I thought, but... And then, then you can chunk it down. So freedom of what? Well, freedom to flow, freedom to, to sing and play my hippy-dippy hurts music, if that's what I want to do without having a partner going, oh, I don't really like this music. The freedom to put my hippie tie-dye dresses back on and not have to be the high-heel, toting, diamond-wearing woman that I created myself to be on the internet. Freedom to get my hands in the soil, not wear makeup. Freedom to, to actually go back to my roots, like to be the witchy, hippie woman that I am. And I thought, but do I really not want diamonds and glitter? And oh, I love those things. And I'm like, yeah, but of course, but I want beauty. I don't necessarily want, it's not that I don't want luxury, because I'd never say no to luxury, but it's that I don't want the glitz and the glamour and the pretense. I want beauty. To me, there is be just as much beauty in an amethyst as in a very expensive diamond. There is beauty in my dog's beautiful fur matching my pink cashmere. It doesn't have to be a Chanel outfit, right? Like there, are, there is beauty that is important, not um, not extravagance. I'm not sure that I'm explaining that well. So freedom and beauty were the were the two values that came out, 
and then high vibes, you know? Like, I want to be high vibe. I want to get out of bed and dance and do my ohms and not hear any negative news, not have my neighbor complain to me. I want to really live in those high vibes. And so I might call it a fantasy world, but it's where I want to live. And then I started to think about the relationships that I want in my life. Like, what friends do I want in my life? What, What is it? Like, if, if I had two years to live, who would I surround myself with? And it was people that would cherish me, like, really cherish me for who I am and let me be who I am, look at me with love in their eyes, touch me like I'm the most precious thing, you know, like the friend with their hand on your arm going, wow, just look at you today, you're radiant, you know, like those real words of affirmation, that that real cherishness. And then of course, because I'm a coach and I can't help myself, I just started going around the whole wheel of life and started thinking about, you know, other areas of life as well. And so then I thought, well, health for me is always a really high value for me. Like there can be no joy in my life without health. And I thought, well, what does health mean? Do I want to be a certain weight? Do I want to be able to climb the Himalayas again? Like what does it actually look like for me? And it just looks like body flow. It looks like none of my um, joints are clicking. There is no inflammation in my body. My body flows with strength. Like I can do a five-hour trek without any pain the next day. Like it really looks like body flow for me. And then the final thing for me was nature. And the way that I got to that value was I thought, how do I want to surround myself? Like, do I, what is the location that I want to be in? Do I want to be able to get on a train, go to the cafes? For me, it was nature. Like, I want to be surrounded by plants and beauty and color and the high vibes, but I still want to live in a place where I have access to transport and cafes and other things, but it made me realize that I need more nature in my life. So then it gets you chunking down to the nitty-gritties. Well, how can I do that? Can I have, like, um, a plot of land where I can grow some vegetables? Can I, you know, like, how can you actually get those values into your life? And then chunk it on down even further. What do you want? Like, do you want connection? Do you want color? Do you want nature? Do you want innate flow? Do you want more music? What is it that you really, truly desire in your life? Because the things, when you truly know what you crave at a soul level, rather than desire at a superficial level, then that's kind of your bucket list for your frequency. When you tie your values into the actual things that you crave, then you have high frequency. So let's say, for example, that you're craving beauty, but your um, and then your frequency is going to be affected by anything that you don't find of beauty. Is there a old cabinet in your lounge that was given to you by your mother-in-law who really can't stand you and every time you see it, you're like, oh, you get the shudders and feel her judging you. Get fucking rid of it, right? That is not helping your frequency at all. The people in your life who judge you, they are not helping your frequency. You do not have to be around people that that judge you. You simply do not have to be around them. Choose not to be around them. They happen to be your family members, you still don't have to be around them. Get to choose. Act as if you only have two years to live. You only have two years to live. What doesn't really matter, does it? Doesn't really matter. So really start thinking like that. Doesn't mean that we need to be brutal to people, but it does mean that you need to choose you 
and that you need to choose your frequency. You need to choose your up-leveling. You need to choose your inner peace because when you choose things that raise your frequency and that up your levels of peace, you are then operating on an energetic level that attracts goodness to you. Your life gets infinitely better. But not only that, you are vibrating at a frequency that heals everybody around you. And, I mean, I continue to, to raise my frequency all the time, as we should, right? Like, of course, we continue to get better and better, otherwise we've stopped evolving. But I noticed when I got to a certain point, like when I actually shifted, you know, when I tipped the scales of frequency and I was no longer on a negative frequency, things got really different in my life. Like, people stopped judging me so much and really started accepting me and I think a big part of that the big frequency shift there for me was I stopped judging others when I stopped judging others they stopped judging me and then I stopped judging myself even further and then I stopped judging others even further like it really is a train that gets out of control really good train you know stop stop having expectations of yourself that aren't really your own. Stop having expectations of others that have no place being with them. Stop, ex you know, stop putting cloaks around everything and containers around everything. Just really get into flow and think about what is high frequency. Or don't think about what is high frequency. Feel what is high frequency for you. And pay attention. What makes you feel really amazing and what makes you feel really shit? And a really simple way to do this is does it make you feel like you are cuddling a bunch of brand new beagle puppies or living in a safari park with giraffes? Then it's high frequency. If it makes you feel like you have accidentally touched someone that makes your skin crawl or makes you feel like you were in your worst job of your life, or makes you feel like you've just had a conversation with the person who despises you secretly and you can actually feel it so it's not so secret. Like if it's giving you any of those vibes, it is not raising your frequency and it is not serving you and it is not serving the planet. So I hope that this ramblings of thoughts for you, <laughs> this flow of thoughts, has been of some use for your frequency today. So remember, together we shall rise. And as we rise, we are rising our frequency. And as we are rising our frequency, we are rising the frequency of the world. You are here to heal the world. Thank you so much for listening to the Living and Energetic Life podcast. If you would like to reach out to us and find out how we can work together further, please explore our website www.empowermentempires.com or reach out to us on email at info at empowermentempires.com. We wish you a fabulous day forward and remember, together we are rising.